people don't understand the concept of daily winning. It is possible because some people don't understand winning as a daily outcome until now. Here at Champions for Life podcast, we give you ways to understand how to reverse your thinking about winning. That yes, you can, and that it is possible to experience daily winning. In small but powerful ways, you will begin to change your life and become the champion for life you have envisioned for yourself. Hi, I'm Jana. You will be listening to JDC, my husband, a father of six, martial artist, entrepreneur, a servant of Jesus Christ, and a tough love kind of guy who will share with you experience, wisdom, and ways you can overcome any challenge in your life. So get ready to be inspired, encouraged, and motivated to take decisive action. Hi, everyone. I am here with Miss Annette, and she is one of the amazing leaders here at Sovereign. And it didn't start like that. She's actually a mom. <laughs> and her daughter's train, all of this great stuff. So you're going to hear a lot about her. So before we get to her and all of these great things, why don't you let us know who you are and what you do and all of that good stuff. Okay. Well, my name is Annette Vasquez. I uh, work for a technology company running one of the departments. I have married for nearly 12 years now, living in Howell, New Jersey, with nine-year-old twin girls. Keep me very busy. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah beautiful twin girls man they're smart and and all of that good stuff right you must be obviously every parent is proud of their kids pretty much right oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you know they're just like amazing little girls you know they're a delight so how did you Thank find you. sovereign how did you how did you go from well you know actually before you even say that why don't you share how did what was the decision that said, I need to put my girls in karate. Okay, so I actually trained. I had always wanted to train as a kid. Never got around to it. I played varsity sports and, you know, there's always excuses and reasons. So, you know, I never got around to it. In college, I just, I, you know, it's funny because it's not really part of my personality, but I saw a commercial for a karate school and I just, I literally picked up the phone and called. Wow. <laughs> and... You know, they said, oh, come in for an intro type of thing. And I went and I fell in love with it. And I knew I had, I would, even as a kid, I knew if I ever stepped in, I would love it. So after going through that training and I became a black belt and instructor, I knew that any children I had, I wanted them to be in the martial arts. And, you know, of course, there's always that you want them to be able to defend themselves. I mean, that's what everyone's first thought is. But having done it myself, I realized how much more it really was. It wasn't just about, you know, well, I can defend myself if I needed to. It was more about the confidence it gave me. I was in great shape. Mm-hmm. And it was it just gave me the confidence and discipline that I think was always there, but I never really channeled it until I started doing that. So I always knew if I had kids, I wanted them in the martial arts. Yeah. And, and so what did it do for you specifically, like being a martial artist and training and all of that? What, what are some of the things that come to mind that you say, man, this is why you need to do martial arts? One was definitely confidence. I was very introverted as a kid, extremely shy. I was an only child, didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, even, you know, in high school, even as I you know, got a little bit older, I did not want to speak in front of people. 
you know, I had my friends, but, you know, if you told me I had to do a report in front of the class, I mean, it would make me sick to my stomach. If you had told me at that time that a few years later I would be teaching martial arts and, you know, performing martial, you know, at, at martial art demos at like Shea Stadium at the time, things like that, like these huge crowds, I would have told you you're out of your mind. There you are, right? <laughs> but there I was, you know, once I got into martial arts, I had a great sensei at the time who really knew how to push me and bring out that Thing, piece right? of me that I was just holding back all those years. Wow, that's awesome. That is so awesome. So now that led you to say, what well, I want my daughters to do it too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, I, I didn't have children at the time, but I knew any children I had, oh, I wanted them children. to. They're, they're in, got it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so now they're born. And, and life is happening for you guys and, and all of that. What was that moment for you? Okay, now it's time to do this. Well, one of my daughters, I saw the same, the same thing that I had. Very introverted, would not engage with children, even on a playground. You know, normally kids kind of go up to each other and, and talk and become friends instantly. She, if there was kids on the playground, she would not engage at all. And being twins, I think you end up having a little bit more difficulty when it comes to independence uh, because they are together all the time and they become very dependent on each other. And you see that tendency for them to become kind of, you know, they have their own little world and the rest of the world is separate. When they were about four years old, they got invited to a, a karate birthday party. And I thought, this is great. This is the chance that I'm going to be able to see if they like this. And it was not at Sovereign, it was at another school. And we went and they cried hysterically and would not step onto the mat. Wow. The entire time. And I just, I didn't, I just, I didn't know what to do, but I know at the time I was saying, well, I'm, I'm not going on the mat with you. This is a kid's party. These are your peers type of thing. You're going to go, you know, if you want to be part of this party, you have to do it. They would not engage. They literally stepped on the mat. And I tell you, literally the last 30 seconds of the last game they played, they stepped on the mat, played that game for about 30 seconds. And that was it. Party was over and let's cut the cake. Wow. So I said, okay, well, either this is not for them or this is not the place for them. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so probably maybe about a year later, maybe less, uh, I was thinking maybe we should try to give it another shot in another, another dojo, maybe that made them feel more at home. And um, I knew Kohai Heather from a mother multiples group. Um, wow. We met back in, my gosh, 2000, probably around January, 2011, we had yeah. met. Um, and we were still friends on Facebook and everything. And she, <laughs> I saw she was working at a, you know, at a dojo. So I decided, you know what, let's, let's give it a shot. You know, maybe this is the, try this again. And when I spoke to her, she, you know, told me to come on in with the girls and we walked in there and it was like the girls were home. They had no hesitation. They walked right in, they went on the mat and they participated. There was, it was a completely different child. Wow. <laughs> so I knew this was, this was the place. This was, this is where we're going to have to stay because this is, I mean, it was a total. It was like, it was like you found the home for them in the market. Yes. Wow. So um, that was it. We enrolled. I think that same day we enrolled the two of them and I figured, well, I'm too old this time around. I'm just going to sit back and watch. <laughs> I'm just going to watch them. A little did you yes. know that? Because I mean, like, you know, 
I want everybody to know you, like your involvement now. Like, I mean, so you came <laughs> in, this is for them. And yeah. I did my stuff and I'm kind of old. And I think it's a good time that I interject this story in here, right? So I never went to Howell during that time that you had joined. So I was teaching somewhere else or, or what have you. But I did meet you at one of the Shehites. We had a tournament, in, inter-school tournament. And, you know, looking around and walking around, my eye catches this blonde lady over on this side. <laughs> and and I, I see, like, a kick, right? And I go, whoa. And I look over there. So I say, I got to get over there, right? So I'm watching, <laughs> and I'm like, all excited, I'm vocal about it. I'm like, who's that lady over there? And your husband, Joey, goes, that's my wife right here. <laughs> and I said, man, you got it going on, man. Look at that. And it was so, that's how I met you. That's how I met your family, interacting with your husband and kind of like say hi to you and all that. And so that, that you know, from you going into being on the sideline, this is for them. And I already did my thing. To man, you are totally involved. You're even competing. You, I mean, so share about that. Share that little journey that you went through to get you where you're at now. Like I said, I figured this is for my girls now. I'm too old to restart this journey. <laughs> <laughs> you're never too old, man. Yeah, exactly. That is but so I, true. <laughs> yeah, I watched them, and I had had a couple of surgeries yeah. over those past few years that you know. So I'd put on a lot of weight. So on top of that, I was out of shape. I had put on a significant amount of weight, especially after having the twins. And, you know, I would watch them. And when they started learning Taikyoko Shodan, that in my old dojo, we did that kata, but we called it blue form, blue kata. Yes. And I was like, I know this kata. Like, you got you I, I know this one. So I was like, I can help them at home and I can get them to learn this. This is great. Yes. <laughs> And then, you know, so I would, and then I just, I watched them on the mat and I would see certain things that I'd be like, oh, I just want to go over there and let, you know, tell them to bend the front knee more or, you know, <laughs> certain, these little things here and there. Yes, yes. So little by little by watching that, I was like, I can't, I, it was like, I was twitching on the side. Like I can't yes. just sit here and watch this. Gotta do it. Um, I had to do it. And at the time, I think it was, um, they had the May mothers trained for the month of May. Yes. Yes. Type of thing. So I had said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try it out. You know, if anything, at least I can be with my girls on the mat and, you know, maybe lose some weight. <laughs> but of course I started in May and then toward the end of that month, you know, I came home from one of the classes and just told my husband, I was like, I'm sorry, but I, I have to, I have to, I have to start again. I can't, I can't sit by and not do this. Wow. So I ended up enrolling and... <laughs> <laughs> Here like, I am oh, now. My three girls are doing yes. martial arts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it's all the girls and him. I love it. <laughs> oh man, that is a great story. So then now you're there, you're training. How long have you been training with us now? I think this will be this September, or no, I'm sorry, this probably three years almost, two and a half or three years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So now, now three years later, you're getting your black belt, blah, 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 you're training, getting your first degree. Now tell me, as far as your daughters, have you seen in, in terms of tangible changes that you say, wow, they got that from Sovereign and I'm so glad they're using it at home, outside. Can't really say school at this moment because we're in the yeah. quarantine. 
but with you with with you at home and dad and themselves and all of that what is that what is that thing so there's a couple of things one is definitely the the discipline they know like if they have a list of of chores they have to do or something i don't have to go after them and ask them to do it 20 times no, that, they that know it's so awesome that you say that because yeah that's the common ground right there all the parents that we've talked to already have mentioned that the one thing is yeah. like you know i don't have to tell them it's like they want to do it it's like they know they're responsible to do it and and i don't have to like you know see their face go ooh, they just do it yeah. and, and and they enjoy doing that's that's awesome yeah that's that's definitely wow. a big one they you know, siblings always fight. I mean, I was an only child, so I didn't, I didn't get that experience. But from what I know, siblings just pretty oh, much yeah. are always at each other's throats. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, um, they have gotten to a point, I guess, that they know how to compromise. Mm. That you know, it's not something necessarily that we taught. So they, I think that the leadership quality has yes. given them that understanding of compromise. And they, I mean, they still have their days where they, you know, bicker yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is, but they, um, they're pretty good at compromising and working things out on their own. When they were in school, just the difference in their confidence in class, their leadership. The one daughter that I said was just like me who would never speak to anybody or engage with anybody her teacher this year, earlier in the year, said she's the mayor. Wow. She walks into class and she's such a leader that every, and she didn't know we did karate at the time either. She said, Michaela's like the mayor. She comes in and the kids, she is the leader. Kids gravitate to her. And she just has something about her that, you know, this, and I'm like, this is the same kid who, like I said, a couple of years ago, she would would not even get on a playground. So things like that were definitely big differences that I've seen in them, especially, you know, confidence and definitely discipline um, when it comes to being structured, making their bed. You yeah. know, we don't tell them, you know, it's, t- it's bedtime, go brush your teeth. They actually look at the clock and say, you know, okay, well, we should probably get ready for bed. But they might ask, can we watch, you know, this extra show before we go to bed? You know, there's certain shows that we watch as a family or something, but they know it's time, you know, this is the time you go to bed and this is the time you get up. And so they're very good about all of that. That is awesome. Wow. That is so awesome. So now like shifting a little bit back more to you again, you know, you have your career, family, marriage, all the responsibilities of life, right? Yeah. Here you are, right? Yeah. You're in the leadership program. And in fact, you are in the teaching team. You actually teach. Tell us, how did you make that decision? What, what excites you that? Because I know for me, right? One of the things that I, that I love about teaching is I'm passionate about what it did for me. So I can teach it from that point and from that conviction because I know that I know that I know. So I'm just going <laughs> to share that that way, right? Yeah. love to teach. What is it for you that that you say, well, I still got, you know, I got life, I got marriage, I got parenting, I got, you know, life and my yeah. career. But I, but you know what? I, I want to teach. I want to teach. Why is that? <laughs> I mean, I think part of it is the same, the same thing you're talking about is the passion. The other part is, I mean, I love, I love training. I love being on the mat. Like 
I always say that's the one place that everything, everything that I do there when I'm training myself is for me. Yeah. You know, when I step on the mat to train, there is that nothing else matters. It doesn't matter the, the, the things I have to do at work or at home, everything else is cleared. This is something that I'm doing 100% for me. It's not for anyone else beside myself. So when it comes to teaching, the other thing I feel is that when anytime I teach something to somebody else, I learn it better myself. So whether it's a kick or a punch, or it's a leadership skill or a confidence builder, as I'm teaching it to somebody else, I know I'm learning it better myself. So even as I'm teaching others, I'm still improving myself at the same time. Right. Correct. Correct. It's like, that's literally the double-edged sword right there. Iron sharpening iron. You're teaching it and getting better. You're teaching it and getting better. That's so true. That is so true. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. So we're coming to to the end of our time here, uh, Ms. Annette. What is the one thing or tip that you can give the parent that's on the sideline? Because, you know, we always get the parent involved, parents as coaches and holding the board, you know, we, we, you know the fitness. And we want the parent to have that experience and, and, and you know, create that memory, you know. And it, and it goes... You know, you and a lot of the parents in Sovereign have gone to the next level of support, you know, where you are physically, mentally, emotional, and verbally supportive, you know? What do you got to say to that parent? What are they missing, right, that parents like you are actually benefiting from that they don't know they're missing, but if they got in, what what is that? So I could think of two things. One, I mean, obviously the, the creating memories. I mean, I know as a parent, you're, you tend to be your own worst critic. You tend to wonder if you're doing the right thing by your kids. Are you, are I, you know, there's no, they don't come with a manual to tell you how to raise your children. But one of the things I realize is that when I train with my daughters, regardless of how good I could throw a technique or, or how terrible it is, you know, in terms of, of being technical, it's almost like my girls see me as a superhero. So it's just when I'm on the mat with them, they see it as like, wow, mom's here with us. And it kind of gives them this extra level of how much they love doing it because now we're doing it together. So like I said, you know, I could throw the most terrible kick in the world, but to them, it doesn't matter because I did it with them. So they, you know, just building those memories, like when we did the um, tournaments, like we've done the Shihai or the Battle of the Warriors that we did together, seeing their excitement when I'm competing, and then like that that proud moment I have watching them compete, it gives yeah. us an extra bond that I don't think you get when you're not right. involved with them. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, if you watch your kids, you know, playing soccer. For example, my girls play soccer. They're excellent soccer players. I don't play soccer. <laughs> I don't right. like playing soccer and I have no interest in playing soccer. So I can't relate to them with soccer. You know, I can barely, you know, dribble the ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, that there's no yeah. common ground for us. There's nothing for us to, to kind of team up with when it comes to soccer. But when it comes to karate, we are all on that same page and we're all doing something together that we love. So I think that's a, a big part of it, of being able to be on the mat with them is, um, you know, partly cheering them on and partly they want to be better 
because they're, you know, they're, they're also like their superhero is here and they want to be just like that. So I know one of my daughters now is saying she wants to be a sensei now. Oh, look at yes. that. So I've been, uh, they found out about the storm team not too long ago. Whoa. And they, <laughs> they knew I'm doing SIT and, um, she was asking me after class, like, how did I do today? You know, cause I was working with her on her, um, her stances and she's like, because I want to be a sensei. Wow. Okay. So, and I don't know, I don't think they would have that same level of passion if it wasn't something we were all doing together. Yeah. You know, you, you, it's another good point you make right there because <laughs> like I think about, you know, kids that they do it because they love it. Right. They like it, but eventually comes a challenging time that if they don't have the support, it's kind of like they veer off. Right. Different than if, a parent is there or, or, or at least a mentor that's right there believing in them and they rely on them. They don't want to let them down. Yep. So they stay on course. But if they don't have that, boom, they're out. And they could have been. They could have been good. They could have been great and all of that. And I think it also gives them a sense of assurance, in, you know, where they can actually look to the left or the right and there's mom or dad, you know. They're like, ah. Oh, that feels good. It's like another validation for them. You know, yeah. very powerful. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. But I do have one more question. Right. <laughs> so here, here it is, right? For the student body of Sauron, and, and they'll listen to this and, and hear it, and parents are, wa- are hearing and watching and all of that. What do you got to say to them about SIT? So SIT, I I was just talking about this a little earlier today, actually. <laughs> uh, it pretty much, you know, we, we sit in class and we, we talk about, you know, we have our student creeds and we talk about, you know, the leadership qualities and living by the principles of a black belt and the integrity and, and the perseverance and everything. I think when you start going into the leadership classes and then SIT, it takes that to a whole new level. So it's taking those things that you, those qualities that you learn on the mat, not just the kick and punch, but those qualities of self-development and it takes it to another level where you are able to develop yourself in a way well beyond what you thought you could do. So especially, you know, I'd say confidence and leadership are probably two big ones. In my, my job, there's a lot of situations where I do have to speak to large groups of people. And again, you know, thinking back, there was a time where I would (laughs) speak to anybody. Yes. You would do that. Yeah. And now I, you know, there's times I have to speak in front of a few hundred people and it it doesn't really, you know, of course, like anybody, I'm not going to just walk up there like nothing, but at the same time, I have a certain level of confidence that I would have never had before. Right. Yeah. And then from a leadership perspective, you know, I do lead a team at work. I have people who report to me, you know, I have to do performance appraisals and all those, those fun things that come with being a boss. But I think SIT has made me a better leader. Wow. In terms of some, you know, the skills I've learned, I've been able to transfer into my corporate life. So those leadership qualities, you know, especially our company is going through a lot of change right now. And that usually, you know, makes a lot of uncertainty, a lot of turmoil and being able to have those leadership skills and do the change management that comes with those situations. You know, it's not something you learn by just sitting at home. So right. those are the types of things you can learn from SIT. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Miss Annette, what a pleasure to have <laughs> you share and be part of Sovereign and 
integrate you with the team and use your expertise to better sound win and all of that. I am, I feel totally blessed. You know, my wife and I feel totally blessed that you're part of it. And I think it's just the beginning of our uh, relationship with you and your family. And I'm, I'm really excited that you're here with us. I totally thank you for being on. All right. I'm going to yes, thank you. And this now, have a nice day, everyone. And this was Miss Annette Vasquez. I hope you enjoyed this. Leave me a comment. Let me know what else you want to be listening because this podcast is about everything I said in the beginning, getting healthy, getting wealthy, building your business, building your life, your marriage, becoming a better parent, a better coach for your children, better coach for yourself, and exercising and being healthy. Woo! Let's rock it out. JDC here. You have an amazing day. I'll talk to you on the next one.